big rewards are waiting for you at Isle Casino Hotel Blackhawk. Join the fan club to get access to exclusive offers. Plus, new members who play 30 minutes on the day they sign up will receive a free buffet to our acclaimed Farmer's Pick Buffet. Sign up today for free at Isle Casino Hotel Blackhawk. Must be 21. Any and all terms, conditions, rewards, and or benefits published or received are subject to change or revocation without notice. Eligibility rules and exceptions apply. Refer to official promotional rules. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to The Makers of Minnesota, where we talk to cool people doing cool things, and we're going to talk to some cool ladies here. We are talking to uh, Minnesota roller derby skaters, Jen Plum, who is her real name, who went by Hannibal Lecter and has since changed her name to OGs and is the OG, apparently having been on the team for 15 years. Uh, We are also talking with Dana Johnson, who is Valkyrie, and uh, MinnesotaRollerGirls.com is where you can get information and tickets, but welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Skater lady people. Yes, I'm very excited to have you. I remember uh, roller derby started here, was it 15 years ago? Were you on the inaugurary team? I was. That is very cool. I remember when it started, and I remember thinking... Well, what is this? Like, my only point of reference was Pinky Tuscadero from Happy Days. Have you heard about this? Uh, <laughs> Can't say that I have. <laughs> okay, this so ages me. But it's funny. Some episode of Happy Days, there was a roller derby that happened. And one of the gals in the show was kind of this, her Pinky Tuscadero. She wore a pink scarf and had kind of pink hair. And then she got in the ring and she was all like being tough in her roller skates. And I just remember thinking, wow, that I loved roller skating when that when I saw that I was a little kid. I still love roller skating. It's like if I could do roller derby and not get hurt, I think I would. How did you start? Um, For me, it was uh, I went through a pretty rough divorce and then I had uh, just ended up with a friend at about. About three, three and a half years ago. And uh, I just turned to her at one point and said, I think I need to do this. I'll probably suck at it. I might even die. But that's kind of the natural progression of things at this point, yeah, right? Yeah, after and, divorce. Yeah. And um, she's kind of like, you're crazy. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, have, yeah. You, have you met me? Have you have you met me? Especially <laughs> now. Um, and two days later, I found myself on roller skates at Roller Garden uh, for the first time in my entire life. So... So you literally had never skated before. We're talking to Dana I, Johnson, Valkyrie. I literally really didn't do anything athletic before huh. this. So, um, but it's been pretty life-changing because all of a sudden I'm at, you know, three two-hour practices a week and going to the gym for an hour and a half to two hours four times a week on top of that. Right. So. I was going to ask you about that. So, Jen, you're mm-hmm. injured right now. But I am. Are you the oldest 
oldest isn't the best word, longest standing member of the Oh, I sure am. Minnesota and roller derby. There is only a few of us left in the world that have been skating as long as I have. Um just a, a small handful. I'd like to. I'd like to hold that. Like there can only be one Highlander, <laughs> something or other. Um, I don't know if I'll actually get it, especially if I um, don't come back from this injury too well. But yes. So how did you get injured? You have a broken foot or something? I broke a. I broke a joint in my foot. Um, just had my second surgery on Valentine's Day, actually. And was it from playing? I wish. Um, so what happened <laughs> is I was supposed to be off skates, um, but there was surprise scrimmage, and I love scrimmage. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to hurry out to my car, and I'm going to get my stuff, and I'm going to hurry back in so I can scrimmage. Right as I made it to what you would consider the competition floor, holding my gear bag, I tripped on myself. Oh. And, yeah, season-ending injury tripping on my way into oh, practice that's so sad <laughs> so how many people are on your team um on we have four home teams and each home team can have up to 20 skaters and i think we're at max for just about all of our teams and who comes to the games everybody Everyone. anybody yeah is it a family sport because it seems oh absolutely Absolutely. Um, I have a five-year-old daughter that I bring that actually has been on skates since she was two and a half. And there's um, usually a, it's been kind of a, a rotating mix of junior leagues um, in the Twin Cities here for a while. And she's been on the, the junior leagues since she was two and a half. So, Is it aggressive? Like it seems like it's kind of trash talky and sort of half comedy, but sport and... It's like hard for me to get my mind around. Sure. It. Well, let me start with kind of in the beginning, and we're not. To, I'm not going to go all the way back to the beginning, but I'll sort of mention it. And by beginning, I mean like banked track, arm bars, no helmet, body slam, total yep. wrestling. Like that's what people sort of remember. The resurgence of flat track roller derby. So we play on a flat track. Um, was slightly more legitimate. Slightly. We had a code of conduct. We had a way you scored points, but we didn't want to um, have anything predetermined. And then other leagues started popping up around the U.S. Yep. and we wanted to play each other. So we had to come up with rule sets between each other. And then that developed into a governing body and a standardized rule set. Then that turned into massive interleague play. So... Uh, championships and now worldwide play and into a roller derby world cup so we have some camp left over from the early days as you can tell by our names yeah um but the sport itself is incredibly athletic um incredibly legitimate and we have a rule book and you can look it up online at the wftda.com which is the women's flat track derby association um we vote on the rules we operate by the rules um as the was okay so i'm getting the sense that maybe the start was like fun and cool and like it attracted people to the sport but at this point you guys are legitimate athletes that want this to be viewed as a sport absolutely something that families can come to 
and also something that young women should consider possibly as an avenue for competition for themselves. Absolutely. Right. And I I think that's why it happened the way that it did. There wasn't anything else out there for women, especially adult women, to enter into a sport and then to have it be full contact. So when you ask if it's aggressive. It is in the same way that any other contact, full contact sport is like rugby, for instance. Sure. Um, There is a little bit of smack talk because you're skating against your friends. And when you skate against your friends, you you talk smack to them. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, we want to be viewed as athletes. And if you come to a bout and you see people jumping over the apex, doing spins in the air, knocking people um, just really across the floor, doing all of this crazy one-footed stuff, you really do realize it takes a lot of skill and work. And core strength and balance (laughs) and all of the things. None of that was coordinated beforehand. That's all you know live as it happens it is those are moves meant to be competitive against the other team and how do you score points um can you tell i've like i've seen matches online i but i've never actually been to one uh, right Mm -hmm. well um so the jammer they're the ones who gets a they get a um helmet cover with a star on their on it um their job is to pass the opposing team's blockers the first lap that they go around is considered the initial pass. Okay. And once they get through that initial pass, every blocker on the opposing team that they pass, um, they get one point for. Oh, so, okay. So it's sort of like trying to get past the line and they're trying to prevent you from getting past the line. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. Except yeah. for the line moves yeah. and tries to hit you. And also, <laughs> both both jammers after that initial pass are eligible to score. So we play offense and defense at the same time, which is another really fun thing about this sport that you don't get in a lot of other sports. It's good for your brainiac mm-hmm. athletes and your like brawny athletes alike. Yeah, it's. I think the closest analogum is uh, trying to play a chess match in the middle of a bar fight. And what does it feel like when you're so you're going fast? You're on your skates. People are coming at you. The adrenaline of that has to just be crazy. Oh, it's awesome. Awesome wouldn't be the word I would use for that, but I'm glad that you're doing it Um, because it would be like, ah, they're coming at me. Like I didn't even like playing sports with balls because they'd throw them at you and you were like, "Ah, I'm getting hit by things. No, thank you. Oh, well, and I see you kind of like cringing with your hands up and like fingers spread wide. That's how I am with ball sports. Like, ah. But skating sports, you're good. Well, because I'm using my body against somebody else's body, I have a bit more control of that, that sort of extra extremity stopping something from flying at my face not so into it but stopping you know another 100 to 300 pound being is much easier than stopping i say baseball does size play into this in someone's favor yes it can either way right Um, tell me about that so if you're um, big and massive and strong. Obviously, you have an advantage as far as how much force you can hit with or block with. If you're um, small and compact, um, you're probably going to be a little bit more agile. But also, we have um, target zones that are legal hitting zones on a person's body. And when you're smaller, those those target zones become much smaller as well. Um, I, standing at 5'7", am going to have a lot a lot of difficulty hitting somebody that's under five feet, mm-hmm. um, for instance, and hitting them hitting them legally anyway. Um, so derby 
tends to be kind of a sport that's not necessarily um, doesn't necessarily give you an inherent advantage for a particular body type. The advantage comes from knowing what your body type is and using it and developing that to its advantage. And that's sort of a empowering thing just in looking at the sport in, you know, a lot of sports you have to be a certain physical shape mm-hmm. or a physical body type. And in this, it sounds like there's advantages and disadvantages to all different types. Yeah. And one thing that I absolutely love about the sport is the level of body positivity. Um, you see people of all shapes and sizes wearing varying levels of revealing or not revealing or tight or not tight uniforms um, or after party wear or just what they wear in their regular life. And it's really nice to be around people that really don't give an F about what other people think about what they look like. Right. And is so you do you have a set uniform? I mean, I've seen the the roller girl uniform Um in the day, was it more of like a sexy thing? And now is it more of a sporty thing? Is that changed? I would say back in the day, there was a lot more sex sells. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to get people in the door. We wanted to sell yep. tickets. And that was absolutely a thousand percent a part of it. Um, now it's you get to define what sexy is or isn't. And if you want to be or don't want to be. So some people really like to wear still a low cut uniform because that's how they feel good. Yep. Um, But it isn't to sell tickets. It's more about how they want to skate. Yep. And their personal feelings. And it's kind of just an evolution of where we're at in society too, right? Right. Right. We're starting to see a lot more just body positivity in general and that girls are really strong and there's a lot of things that girls can do and women can do um, that maybe people didn't think that we could even as little as 10 years ago. It's changed a lot. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You talked about, so practicing, what do you do at practice? And you practice two hours, uh, three hours, two times a week? Um, Two hours, three times a week. Um, There's an extra half hour added onto that for those of us that are on the travel team. Um, So when it's, it's regular home season, we have two hours of practice and usually that's about an hour or so of drills and then another hour of scrimmage on top of that. Um, for those of us in, in travel team during travel season, it's an hour and a half of travel team drills and that sort of thing. And then another um, hour of scrimmage or drills with the rest of the league. You have to burn a massive amount of calories. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Do you? I, um, I think it's like when people have worn calorie counter things, um, it's like between 600 and 1,200 calories yeah, of like practice. Big rewards are waiting for you at Isle Casino Hotel Blackhawk. Join the fan club to get access to exclusive offers. Plus, new members who play 30 minutes on the day they sign up will receive a free buffet to our acclaimed Farmer's Pick Buffet. Sign up today for free at Isle Casino Hotel Blackhawk. Must be 21. Any and all terms, conditions, rewards, and or benefits published or received are subject to change or revocation without notice. Eligibility rules and exceptions apply. Refer to official promotional rules. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Do you uh, get paid? No. Oh, gosh, no. We so, pay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we you pay, pay so for much your money. Pay. And your... Dearly. Yeah. And Dearly. I mean, like a, a decent skate setup, you're looking at $1,000. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm assuming it doesn't come with medical insurance. No, we have to have our own medical insurance. Mm-hmm. We have a, a supplemental insurance that's um, provided to us, but that's for really catastrophic injury. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, when you are out there and you're playing, are there a lot of injuries? Like, is it safe, unsafe? It's as safe as any full contact sport. Um, I think as far as um, injury prevention, I think we do a really good job at um, trying to focus on on what sort of things we can do with our body before we're actually even on skates um, to prevent that injury, in, both in terms of stretching and what not to do with our bodies and working out to make those um, areas of our body that are prone to injury stronger so that they aren't. Um, do you, you guys know, work out together? Uh, a lot of times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so stretching is something that people really undervalue and underestimate, massage, things like that. Foam do rolling. You... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your big foam rollers and your – tell me about that. How did you learn what to do? Did you just look online or um, – We have had – in the past, several um, sponsors that are in the personal training and fitness yep. realm and have shown us different things that we can do to to learn about that. We have had fitness professionals as a part of the league that can help us, um, people that have been in other sports, and that crosses over. Funny thing, right now, um, we have an amazing sponsorship from the St. Paul Athletic Club, uh-huh. and we will meet up on there, like up and do a whole circuit and then foam roll together for about 40 minutes afterwards. It's horrible. I think that's maybe the worst part of the workout. The foam rolling. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It does kind of hurt. It hurts so much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's helping to stretch your muscles and helping get you ready. Um, I'm a member at SPAC, so I'm going to come and see you guys one of these times. Yeah. I'm going to foam roll my head off. Yeah, we were thinking it'd be kind of fun to do a workout with the roller girls thing. The foam yeah, roll, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Foam, foam roll with the roller, with the roller girls. Yeah, like there you go. See, I'm a marketer. Can you tell? Yeah, there you go. How much of the sport is marketing and showmanship versus sport, or was that sort of the roller girls of old and not the roller derby of today? I'd say a lot of it is marketing beforehand. A lot of what we do is interfacing with the fans. So we, we're out there. We hand out programs. We hand out our door giveaways. Um, we participate in face painting. We dance with people at halftime. And once we hit the track and the whistles blow, then it's all sport. A little bit of showmanship, like you get sent to the penalty box and you disagree with it. But for the most part, whistle blows sport. Uh, about ends and we're back to interfacing and making it a good experience for everyone. It is sort of like if you think about like the St. Paul Saints were, to my recollection, the first team that really got the idea of fun and sport and family and bringing people together mm-hmm. in a fun way. And Mike Vack, I think, is still touring and doing creative workshops for companies because it was something that he was really good at. Um you're describing sort of this holistic environment where you come into this place, you get to see the sport, but you also get to have entertainment. You get to see people interacting. You get to have access. Does social media, like uh, for you, Valkyrie, or do people follow you on social media? Oh, yeah. And do you have to interact with them? And do you have like weird verbal fights with other people online? Or is there any of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a there's a little GIF war that I'm currently participating in. Um, I'm so glad you actually said our... the word GIF because I don't. We have had debates here. Is it a GIF? Is it a GIF? And nobody seems to definitively 100 percent know. GIF is peanut butter. 
Okay, I like it. So it's a gift. <laughs> I'm just going to lay that out. Yeah. How do you have a gift for? What do you do? Um, so we posted this video, um, a compilation video of our, our, it's a greatest hits video, if you will, sure. from our last bout. Um, we played the Rockets. We called it Launching Some Rockets. And, um, you know, there was the, you talk smack with your friends. Yeah. And so it's kind of like that. We have, you know, the little little animated um, gifts that we're going back and forth, kind of like smack talking only yeah. with gifts back and forth. Do you have someone that helps like on the digital side and the technology side that orchestrates all that? Or is it Teams. you guys? Yep. Teams of people. We have a PR team. We have a marketing team. We have a social media team. And they're all really knocking it out of the park. Like they're doing a really great job. Um, but then we also interact as individuals. Yeah. Um, teams like, of people. So the sport is, there's money in it, but the, you guys aren't getting paid, but the marketing teams, the social media teams, or is it all volunteer? All volunteer. It's all volunteer. So we make up the marketing teams, the social media teams, the, the players and the volunteers and the officials make up all of those, those jobs. So yeah. well, we need to like have some sort of interjection of women capitalists to make this a a viable paying career and marketing opportunity and social construct and entertainment mm-hmm. value for people to go to. What would be what's really great about roller derby in general and how it came about is it's like for the skaters by the skaters. Uh-huh. Um, there were skaters in Texas that were sort of owned um, by a guy and they didn't want to be owned by a guy. So they started flat track. They were like, we don't want your bank track and twenty thousand dollars setup. We can do this on our own. And we've kind of kept that spirit, but now we have this huge business that is all volunteer run. So yes, these are people that are practicing three days a week, working outside of working out outside of that, and then taking on a social media role. I'm the chair of the board of directors. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all taking these big roles. What I wish would happen is other people would see what we're doing as legitimate business. Mm-hmm. So when I say I was the chair of the board of directors or somebody says I was the director of marketing at Minnesota Roller Girls that that meant something like that would be amazing. Well, you heard it here, people, any of you that are interviewing anybody that has had this experience now, you know, and if you think about it, I mean, you're volunteering. So the skill sets that you're bringing to it and the learning that you're getting from each other, too, because in a company, you know, you're just getting paid to sort of sit in your cube and do your job. You don't have to figure out as much as if you're volunteering, not getting paid, and you're like, holy crap, I have to figure out how to produce this video and edit this video and put these gifts out there because they're going to have a gift for online and they need to have them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have an amazing sponsorship committee, too, and um, director of sponsorship. And she's gone out and she's hit the pavement well, on her own. The sales experience of that. Right. Yeah. On her mm-hmm. own, you know, you, you create those relationships, and that's what we do in PR, in marketing, sure. in any of the advertising things, but then also in sponsorship. Um, yeah. Can you have a day job and do this? I have a full-time day job. Yep. I actually came from my full-time day job here. To here. So yes. then on the weekends is when you're doing your roller girl. Um, It's maybe. definitely not limited to the weekends. I get to the gym at 5 o'clock in the morning. Four mornings a week is how I go to the gym. And then our practices are on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. And, and um, you have a five-year-old. And I have a five-year-old. And you're yeah. divorced. And I'm divorced, yes. So that's a lot to be a, a single mom a single doing mom. all this stuff. Yep, yep. Um, why do you do it? I love it. What do you um, love about it? 
I love the athleticism, the community. Um, you know, I was I was in a pretty dark place, mm-hmm. um, and there isn't too much of a community that I could find for like single divorced moms, you know, that wanted to get out and do stuff and not just like complain about their divorce or their situation or anything. Yes, of course, I complain to my teammates every once in a while about my my situation and but to actually um, turn that that anger or that energy into something productive Mm -hmm. and to better myself while doing it um, and to have that that supportive community that's like unapologetically unconditionally supportive behind all of that that's that's pretty hard to find anywhere else yeah so. you make me want to join the team by you talking should. like that yeah. you should <laughs> i'm yeah. too old no you're not no. and also we have a recreational league called the debutantes and you don't need to know how to skate at all but you already love roller I do skating, love roller skating. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's great about that is there's multiple levels and you don't ever have to do contact if you don't want to you can just go for the community of it Okay, I might take you up on that, the debutantes. <laughs> Do it. You guys, get tickets. MinnesotaRollerGirls.com um, is where you can get tickets. And how long does your season go? Um, it's usually from October to April. Okay, is, so we've got some time left. Belts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's seasonal, so every year then, do you have to, like, retry out for the team or? Not for home team. Uh, for travel team, we, we retry out every year. And where do you travel to? Have you, like, gotten to go to cool places? and? Um, yeah. So I've gone to Canada a couple times, Florida, California, New Mexico. Fun. I don't, yeah. You could, Portland. Oh, yeah. I haven't been there, but. Um, I, yeah, I all along. over. Um, but Derby is this now worldwide phenomena. So um, it would be really great to get over to Helsinki. Yes. Right, Helsinki. Yeah, Let's they have. Go. A, they've got a team. Like they, there are teams everywhere. I love just that. Everywhere, and so uh, and I'm. A, I, I've got the travel bug, so I want to go yeah. play and, all of them. And the level of play <laughs> has only gotten higher as time has gone on. So. Is that exciting for you? Or oh yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. How do you get better? Do you just get stronger? Do you get faster? Do you get smarter about the game? All of the above, um, and then it's by playing people that are above your level who have done something new or gotten to some new level um, that you haven't yet or that you haven't been exposed to. I mean, it's... And you see it and you're like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's so many new techniques and things that people are just trying out that you're like, I didn't even know that was possible on hockey, that, on, that, on roller skates. That's such the cool thing about having, you know, a bunch of Euro- <clears throat> European teams will play each other and then they'll kind of come up with their own way to break the rules and then they come at us with a strategy that we've never seen before and then we can respond or it's trying to to find a way um and like i said our rule set is legit but it's not stagnant so the rules are ever changing we're we're in our infancy so to speak and so we're trying to find out like how to not over um police the game yeah. right and like let us play but have enough rules for safety and we're still finding that line so is the nfl i mean really. right exactly and so what if you want to have longevity in the sport you need to be able to roll with it is it a team sport or an individual sport it's a team sport um it's an individual contribution to that team that helps make the team successful 
So are you thinking about the team or are you thinking about yourself when you're playing or team, is it both? Team first always. Okay. Always, mm-hmm. always. Um, you know, it's, you know, I'm thinking about if I'm a blocker, I'm thinking about what I need to do to help my jammer. If I'm a jammer, I'm looking for those holes where my blockers are making and giving me good offense so I can take those holes um, rather than just trying to find the first path path that I see. And you can know, you see the holes like when they can you see them in your just like head in your some for me sometimes um, for really good jammers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for new jammers, it could take a long time to be able to yeah. see those holes or to anticipate where they're going to be because it really is just this beautiful thing when it works together because both the blocker or blockers and the jammer are moving at the same time and they trust each other. Um, and there's just that level of trust between teammates. Um, if if VK and I are blocking together and it's just the two of us, I have to trust that she's going to do her job and I don't have to do it for her yeah otherwise i'm not doing my job and so the more trust we can have back and forth the better we're gonna be oh it sounds so fun mm-hmm. i can't wait it to is. come and see a game thank you ladies for coming in yeah, and sharing your story someone said um well you know you're gonna have the roller derby girls in and you know what do they make i said they make a sport they make entertainment they make a something that they're doing with their bodies and their physicality and people are paying money to go see it that's making something if i've ever seen it so thanks for being here today yeah, yeah thank absolutely. you for having us thank you Big rewards are waiting for you at Isle Casino Hotel Blackhawk. Join the fan club to get access to exclusive offers. Plus, new members who play 30 minutes on the day they sign up will receive a free buffet to our acclaimed Farmer's Pick Buffet. Sign up today for free at Isle Casino Hotel Blackhawk. Must be 21. Any and all terms, conditions, rewards, and or benefits published or received are subject to change or revocation without notice. Eligibility rules and exceptions apply. Refer to official promotional rules. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Deadly storms closing roads in the south. I'm Jackie Quinn with an AP News Minute. Severe weather making travel difficult this Good Friday. A suspected tornado touching down near Roanoke, Virginia. Downed trees blocked part of Interstate 26 in South Carolina. A falling tree killed a child near Tallahassee and three people died in Mississippi and a woman in Alabama. Several Democrats are calling for the impeachment of President Trump now that the Mueller report cites instances of possible obstruction of justice. Our Julie Pace reports the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is not rushing in. You also have to be able to bring not just Democrats, but also Republicans on board. This is somebody who lived through the Bill Clinton impeachment hearings, and her takeaway from those hearings was that it just divided the country. Pope Francis used a Good Friday ceremony to decry all the crosses of suffering, including those borne by migrants who find closed doors and children harmed by clergy. I'm Jackie Quinn.